today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man, we'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes, is with us once again. Uh, I want to start off today. First of all, great to have you on the program again, as usual on Fridays. But I want to talk about Netflix because it's in the news these days. And, and it's like, boo-hoo, we're losing customers. Wow, wow, we're going to have to raise rates. Uh, I, I, you know I've got an opinion on this. I know. Uh, yeah. Right off the bat. Uh, if you're losing customers, then change the crap that you put on the air. As you know, because you have a, accounts in both, Netflix America is a much different organization than Netflix Canada, a much right. better one for that matter. And yeah. and the Canadian enterprise here has to step up their game. There, there's my two cents worth. There, there you've said it. You, and you know what? I think in the last week, couple of weeks, we've heard a lot about Netflix. And they are obviously one of the forefathers when it comes to streaming. We know oh, that yeah, they, yeah. you know, the, the original cable cutters, if you will, globally with over 220 million subscribers, according to their names. Well, Netflix has also spent billions in in, in content and in unique programming. Um, But they have had a serious issue of password sharing. And uh, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of heat right now with the with the stock price dropping, uh, which uh, happened only due to the fact that they had to make an announcement of how many subscribers have been l- dropping their subscription. Now, you know, for clarity's sake, Netflix is, again, a global streaming uh, force and they lost 700 thousand that's almost a million subscribers bill because they shut off russia so uh as a as a point to this is the fact that when you do your as it's a public company they have to make an announcement up and down how many subscribers it's kind of misleading that they they took a hit on the on the stock because of that but following that was a big big comment of the fact of how is netflix going to regain its market share well the password comment you and I spoke about. Yeah. I mentioned this in the past. Uh, this is something of which now Netflix has put the iron gauntlet down and they are now going to be attacked. I'm going to say the word attacking. They're going after anyone who's password sharing. Now, they started this in South America, did a test. Anyone that was using the the, the account with the password, uh, the main account holder was going to be given a 3 to $5 increase in their monthly subscription per use of password. So Bill, in your case, if you shared it with your daughter and then, you know, with Adam Oldfield and said, hey, here's my password, guys. I, I, I'm allowed up to five users. It's only five users within the IP address. So expect folks by the end of the year, they're going to be rolling it out slowly, uh, but we will be getting a notice that, and again, that price bill has yet to be determined, but there will be a price addition to your account if you're password sharing. So if you give it to the cottage, someone signing in and that same account tries to sign in at the same time, there's going to be a warning at first to say, you better sign out. And if you don't, there's going to be an added cost. Do you accept or deny? So this is something they're hoping. Now, also to share with you, Bill, 100 million are sharing passwords. That's the number. Now, if you recall, yeah, but just, Adam, they brought that on themselves because they said you could have up to five people on it. Now they they're did. reversing that, and that's and, and from a legal standpoint, they're the ones that are breaking the contract, not me. Well, in the terms and conditions, the comment is up to five users in a household. Now, a household can be really debated between the legal context of household of family uh, as a household of family being, you know, your daughter or your son's off at university or as a household within 
the household. So the, I think what they're trying to use is the fact of in the household, you can have up to your five. You, you could run it off upstairs uh, on the main floor, the bathroom, as long as all of those connections are within the same IP address. So IP meaning the internet that connects. So your house or say you're in a building or otherwise. But the minute it's uh, an IP address that's in Welland uh, and one's in Hamilton and one's in London, they're going to be able to determine very quickly that those are separate accounts. Someone's using that password and the main account holder will be told, hey, ante up your five bucks per user uh, or we're disconnecting those access of accounts. Which again is breaching the contract because they've changed the rules now because I, I we used to be able to do that. Yes. Uh, and, and your example about offspring, I mean, you know, if... Maybe, maybe when you signed on to Netflix 10 years ago or something, okay, your daughter was living under the roof. Uh, right. Now she's living God knows where, maybe Calgary, maybe, you know, maybe she wanted to buy a house and ended up over in Nova Scotia. That's she's right. still using the same uh, account, yeah. but uh, under those rules. And basically what they're saying is we're changing the rules and we're going to penalize anybody that doesn't observe the new rules. That's right. Yes, that's pretty much what it's coming down to. And that's why I say the new terms and conditions are rolling out slowly. They made the announcement. It is going to happen. It's not that it's not. Um, and I think what's going to happen, Bill, is to that point you just brought up is uh, please be advised our terms and conditions have been altered. Do you wish to continue your subscription? Yay or nay? Yes. Okay. You now need to follow these new uh, requirements, which is why it won't be rolling out next week, uh, but it will be coming out slowly for people to accept or deny. Now, they're claiming that 100 million shared passwords out of the 200 million subscribers um, is going to be changing the scope of Netflix. As you pointed out, I don't know if this is going to be worse. I can tell you that all the other streaming services are watching with anticipation. Disney, Amazon, Apple, I know all of them are waiting to see, is this going to ing like double the revenue from Netflix or is it going to sink them? Um, and I think that's the jury's out on that one to see what's going to happen. But if it works, get ready. Disney and the rest will follow that same uh, premise. Well, here's a spoiler alert. It's not going to work. Do you really truly think that if, if to use your example of the, of the daughter who's now moved away, who was using the, it's a different IP address because they're in a different city, as you said. And they're going to say, you know, they're going to say, screw you, Netflix. You know, I got a hundred other new streaming services I can go to. I don't need you guys. Well, and, that's and, what and they're, yeah. they're going to make a bad situation worse. It's going to come back and bite them. I know it. Oh, well, it, it definitely has a lot of merit. Because you look at, you mentioned Disney, and, and yeah. they, they're not the only ones. Right. Much better product than Netflix has these days. And I buy it. By the way, you're right. I know they spent a lot of money on, on in-house work, and some of the stuff they put out has been exceptional. Uh, yeah. I, I really like that. But the, the rest of their their, their menu, is, it sucks. <laughs> you know, here, you know, here's a you know new releases, and it's oh, there's one from 1984. That's great. Yeah, way to go, guys. I've only seen that one eight thousand times before. I've still got the DVD. I've still got the video cassette. And now you're calling it this is a new release. Come on, give me a break. You know, yeah. we were told when Netflix started that these new releases were going to be movies that were maybe a year old and just in the theaters a while ago. Now you can get them on Netflix. That's what we were paying for. Right. Not to watch yeah. the stuff that we, you know, we just tossed into the, you know, the, the, the bin because we got rid of the DVDs that we've been watching for 10 years. They, yeah. I told you at the beginning of this, they got to step up their game. They, they're, they're the masters of their own demise because they tried to cheap out with their customers. And that's not fair to the customers. Well, I, and adding to this, uh, Netflix is obviously, as you just commented, has that competition. The other aspect is that they had an opportunity to go into uh, creating news elements back in 2018. They chose not to go that 
direction. Number two, they're moving towards getting a gaming environment. They're moving more in the gaming. So I, I have a feeling this is a double whammy on all aspects. So uh, with respects to they need to reinvent themselves, Bill, the competition's getting hot and heavy. We knew that. Number two, they're rolling this out, which you commented is not going to go over well. And they're trying to find a dollar for the shareholders for the reason for why the stock is worth its value. And I, I, I don't know if either of these are going to be right choices for them. Well, I know we. I don't want to spend the whole show talking about this, but I, it, it does. It does. It it ticks me off when I see the stuff like this. And by the way, I, I heard the same story. You mentioned that to me a couple of weeks ago, yeah. anecdotally about a, a gaming element to this. Well, I got news for you, Netflix. The people that do gaming aren't on Netflix, and you're not going to attract them. But they're already enhanced and ensconced someplace else. So I think these guys just you got to wake up and read the tea leaves here, guys. But anyway, enough about this. Uh, warm weather is coming. I'm going to bring up. Your favorite subject, uh, even more than Netflix, uh, and that's that's <laughs> drones. Uh, with the the nice weather, and sadly because of the things like wildfires and stuff like that, I'm, uh, uh, it's fascinating to see the number of, of law enforcement agencies, uh, fire services, everything else. There's a there's a practical use for drones right now besides delivering pizza, and I, I got to figure it's going to take off again this year. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the bad pun. <laughs> I was going to say, boy, you led that one very well. Yeah, what we've got in British Columbia right now, if we, you know, and this happens every year. This is nothing new with regards to the unfortunate situations of forest fires. Now, you know, dropping seeds or using drones for the purpose of dropping seeds, I think I brought up many years back as a incentive of what we can expect to happen. However, the reason why this is a, a topic of discussion now is manual tree planting is done in large groups, a lot of hard work. They've discovered a new way in regards to um, soiling and creating seeds that can grow. The, the fires that have happened recently in the past few years due to climate change and otherwise, Bill, has destroyed not only the forest, but, you know, uh, nature has a way of spreading seeds and acorns and trying to uh, uh, absolve and create the ability of, of, of reproducing itself. Well, the fires have been so intense that the areas have been even a, a case of where they burned and destroyed the seeds. So um, right now uh, in British Columbia, they were running a test. They've in November, this happened in the fall of this past year, they dropped 10,000 pucks. These pucks are uh, with soil and seed because it needs to germinate. They, you know, throwing a thousand seeds across the ground and hoping, you know, the, the dirt comes over. Birds manage to pick at them and otherwise... This is a, a 10,000 uh, test of, of pucks that are preceded in soil, dropped where the forest fires happened. And again, this happened in 2017, which is why I bring this up, that it, it's not germinating. They are not growing. So this new test within this year, Bill, I'll be doing another update probably by the end of this year to advise that the seeds have taken or not taken, but the drones are being able to drop uh, based on its success, could be able to do up to 52 hectares of land uh, of, of being able to reforest uh, our Canadian soils. So uh, all this is done by drones. And yes, I will give an update as to the status, but dropped in November, they're now looking to see if they're taking and I will have results at the end of the year. Very cool. Holographic technology. We haven't heard a whole lot about this uh, in the last couple of years. I mean, remember the big headlines a couple of years ago where they're actually recreating uh, live concerts of people who are no longer with us uh, using holograms. And we thought, well, that's kind of cool. Uh, but Microsoft has jumped on this technology and, of course, made it better, as Microsoft tends to do. Uh, and the International Space Station is going to use this. 
Yeah, uh, well, they just used it, actually. And um, if anyone might have recalled many years ago, Microsoft was very much in game of, uh, you know, we talk about virtual reality. Let me step back a little bit. Virtual reality yeah. is where you put your helmet on and you go into the virtual space. And, you know, what Microsoft has really been able to do, and they are leaders when it comes to this, is they've created the ability to bring the holographic uh, world to life. So to give it in perspective, think of it as watching Star Wars and you see Princess Leia pop up on R2D2, you know, giving the Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. And it looks, or you'll see, uh, Star Wars is pretty much the greatest example. They use yep. a lot of holographic environments. Well, uh, Microsoft and NASA were able this past month to send a doctor, Dr. Joseph Schmidt was the first holographic doctor to engage with the International Space Station team to discuss uh, medical advice and, and to speak with the astronauts directly in real time, Bill. So think about it as uh, he was beamed up to the space station and in this holographic environment was able to have a conversation where the doctor was able to see the astronauts and the astronauts were able to see the doctor. Um, he looked like a holographic image, almost as bad as 1977's version, I might add, <laughs> of, of Princess Leia. It was kind of broken and pixelated and everything. But the fact was, it's the first steps of being able to have a holographic meeting. The experiment was extremely successful, but why it means so much, Bill, is that yes, on Earth, we can possibly do holographic meetings in different areas of the globe, but this is a, a, a real milestone because now it gives that extraterrestrial ability of a doctor possibly diagnosing or speaking with astronauts in real time versus sending a, a doctor to space um, to observe or, or check in visual uh, uh, perspective, and it's in 3D. That, that or 4D for that matter, sorry, um, that they're able to actually see the surroundings. The doctor can turn his head and be able to look around and have that almost eye-to-eye -eye contact with the actual uh, astronauts. So this is a, a massive milestone, successful situation, and it speaks volume of where the future is going. Uh, by the way, for the record, I thought Princess Leia looked pretty damn good in that hologram, but you know, that's just me. Listen, we're almost out of time, but I got to get this thing in because uh, Google Lens has got this fabulous thing. And you have first-hand knowledge of this, don't you? I did. I used it the other day. I'm back on my bike and I was riding up the hill and Google Lens is an app that's absolutely free that you can download. And what it does is it takes photographs that gives you information. Instead of typing or searching by words, Google is really moving forward with the ability to uh, search and answer questions through photos. And not only that, it will actually not only tell you what the product or maybe it's a bird, uh, could be a plant, uh, or now you can take a photo of, hey, I really like what that person's wearing. This is a little spooky and creepy. I can maybe <laughs> find out where it is and how much was that dress. But at the end of the day, I was riding my bike from my example, and I was going up the rail trail, up the escarpment. Uh, and as I was off taking a break, because I'm not the greatest shape, Bill, I, I huff and puff a lot. And I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took the break 20 yards into the trail. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> regardless, I'm, I'm trying. The gentleman comes up and he was, uh, he was visiting Canada, and he he was very much into the horticulture and so forth. And he, and he was interested in wondering to know if he could eat, I don't know, they look like weeds to me, but he was thinking they were some sort of unique plant. Uh, and so I, I, he asked me and I said, I, I don't know anything about plants, sir, but if you want to know what's going on at Google, I can answer your questions. I, I took my Google lens. I, I put it on the, on the plant and sure enough, 
Google was able to tell me uh, with a Wikipedia version, with scenarios, examples, and the medical or aspects of what the plant was. And I mean, first of all, this gentleman thought I was like the, the most genius individual on the planet, but Google Lens is the app. It's available on Apple and Google, and it is the new future of how you will start to search for things. Take a photo, gives you your answers and your, and your feedback. Very cool. Uh, we're out of time. That's going to have to be it for this time. But we got a lot more to talk about. So let's do this again next Friday. Uh, this is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135 with Adam Oldfield from FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuuman. Uh, have a great week, my friend. We'll talk again later. Thanks, Bill. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.